Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the Ferrari SF90. You can take a look at this Ferrari on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're there, why don't you click over to Facebook, click that like button. That we get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about this Ferrari in just one second. But first, we have to pay the bills. In case you missed it, Road and Track is now fully loaded. The magazine you've loved for years is now the ultimate lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts. And now, when you join the Track Club by Road and Track, you'll receive six supersized issues, access to digital content, dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites editorial events and first dibs on insider automotive events both online and around the world hop on in by visiting rodentrack.com slash autoweek that's r-o-a-d-a-n-d-t-r-a-c-k dot c-o-m forward slash a-u-t-o-w-e-e-k and mark tell me about the ferrari sf90 well uh right off the bat i i got in a little uh well i, I don't want to say trouble but uh i i stirred up some controversy perhaps because i said it was the most beautiful shape uh, since the P4. Now, you remember the P4, which uh, famously won what? They did a one, two, three at Daytona in, golly, was that uh, 66 or something? It's that was a that was more beautiful than this. But uh, this thing, I think, is uh, a, a splendid evolution of the F8, 488, 458, 360, all those, you know, the V8 uh, transverse mounted, uh, mid mounted uh, uh, two seater. Uh, sports cars that Ferrari is so well known for, and, and I just think it's uh, it's a it's a beautiful, gorgeous shape. And I say that having spent an, an entire afternoon in one, and uh, often uh, getting out to gawk at it. Uh, so uh, argue with me as you will about that point. But it is beyond that, beyond just the looks. It is certainly the most sophisticated Ferrari probably ever made. Now it's the first plug-in hybrid that Ferrari has ever made. Now, people will say, oh, the La Ferrari, man, that was a hybrid. Yes, that was a hybrid. It wasn't a plug-in hybrid. This has a, an almost 8-kilowatt-hour battery, 7.9 kilowatt-hours. This being a plug-in hybrid, it's got electric motors running, uh, making the thing go forward, in addition to the uh, twin-turbo V8. Up front, there are two electric motors, each one driving its own front wheel. And since they are independent, the two electric motors can provide, among other things, torque vectoring. So as you're going around a corner, the outside motor gets more torque fed to it and helps turn the car around. And then behind that is a uh, uh, in between the the V8, the longitudinally mid-mounted twin-turbo V8 internal combustion engine. In between that and the DCT transaxle is uh, yet another electric motor. Now this is. <clears throat> what you might call on another car, uh, sort of a, a round, flat thing that, that fits. Uh, imagine where the, uh, the transmission housing bolts to an engine on a Chevy powertrain. That's a, a sort of a round shape. And they put in this thing that's about, I think it's three inches wide and a big round, like a manhole cover. And it's an electric motor. And so you have that electric motor, the two electric motors in the front, and the fabulous, you know, they do uh, twin turbo V8s very well at Ferrari. So you've got all three of those. <clears throat> and when you when you count them all up, if you're using Italian metric horsepower called Cavallino, you get 1,000. I think uh, we here in the U.S., we use uh, SAE horsepower. So we have 986 SAE horsepower. But uh, you cannot in any way, shape, or form complain about the amount of power on this thing. It is the most powerful thing 
I think the most powerful outside of racing uh, engine that Ferrari has ever uh, produced. And uh, boy, you feel it when you drive. Well, feel it. We will in just a second. Listeners, before you get your pins out and write an angry letter, it was actually 1967 that Ferrari P4s went 1, 2, 3 at Daytona and a uh, bit of a slap back at Ford's uh, 1, 2, 3 at Le Mans. However, Mark, you also take us uh, on a quick little walk around of this beautiful Ferrari, which we're going to jump to right now. We are here with the SF90, the Ferrari, the brilliant, beautiful, fast, fun, frolicsome Ferrari. The SF, of course, stands for Scuderia Ferrari, this being the 90th anniversary of the team Enzo founded, and this car being the perfect way to celebrate such an anniversary. Uh, let's do a quick walk around here and just look at this car. It is just uh, so gorgeous. Uh, from the nose all the way back to the tail. Uh, it does, if you trace its lineage, of course, you will go back to the other great V8 Ferraris of the modern era, uh, most recently, of course, being the F8 Tributo, um, the uh, 488, maybe one farther back, but almost everything on this is new. Um, it's, uh, it does have a longitudinal V8 in the back, and then right behind the driver and passenger, and then as you uh, you can look through the uh, clear Lexan cover, and uh, you see the V8 is down really low. It's incredibly low. It's below shoulder height in the in the back of the car. It's obviously a dry sump. It's it's way down there. So the center of gravity is really low. Aft of that V8 engine is the pizza electric motor, as they say, uh, maybe we call it a pancake here, it's just a round, flat electric motor, and then after that is the transaxle for the uh, eight-speed paddle-shifted uh, transmission. Uh, then in the front of the drive shaft there are two electric motors, so you have a total of three electric motors. The gasoline engine is making 780 horsepower, or Cavallino, so you know that's a little bit less than SAE horsepower, and the fronts are making 220, so this obviously totals out at 1,000 horsepower, Cavallino horsepower, so like 985 or 983 or something in SAE horsepower. It is a beautiful car. It's riding on uh, Michelin Pilot Sport Cup 2s. Uh, it has huge, uh, huge uh, brakes. It looks uh, beyond beautiful. And uh, we're going to get in, start it up, and drive it away for a little bit. And we're going to get to that in just one second. I'm really excited to hear about, uh, hear you drive this Ferrari. But first, a question. Is this a limited production car like the La Ferrari, or is this, you know, the, the future Ferrari coupe? As Jay Leno said in the potato chip commercial, buy all you want, they'll make more. So this is not limited. Uh, all the others, of course, were limited. This one, you can go, you can start a fleet. Maybe you get a fleet discount on this. So don't, don't hesitate. Let's start this bad boy up. Okay, we're starting, the, starting it up right now. What do you hear? You just hear a few pumps moving some of the coolant around because all that it is, it'll start with just pure electricity. And now we're going to hit a button and listen to this. There it is. That's your internal combustion component of this hybrid powertrain. So let's hop into it and uh, drive. We're on a beautiful mountain road here, and uh, we'll see what it's like on the road. And we will in just one second. But, Mark, that V8 sounds fantastic. Yeah, it does. 
it's great. Uh, it's not, uh, it does, it's not intrusive. It's not overbearing. It's not like you had bought an aftermarket exhaust and are regretting it. Uh, it's a, it's a lovely sound, melodic, even harmonic, if that's the word. But the thing that we've all been waiting for, you driving the thing. So let's cut to that right now. Okay, we're inside the car and it's actually moving now. And what do you hear? You hear regenerative braking. We're actually coasting down the hill right now a little bit. And that's, uh, there's no engine, uh, internal combustion engine going here. So now let's uh, give it a little bit of throttle. Now we're still going on pure electricity. This will go on pure electricity up to 74 miles an hour and uh, in hybrid mode up to 78. So uh, this is, uh, you know, pretty cool little, uh, it's a way to sneak in and out of your driveway if you're going to Cars and Coffee early in the morning. So we're still in electric mode. We're just kind of cruising slowly through this semi-populated area of this very nice, uh, very remote mountain road. And we'll be out of that in just a second and we, we can maybe uh, open it up a little bit more. But the, uh, the way that it is set up, the suspension, uh, it does not have the magnetorheological spring, so it's not an adjustable, I mean shocks, it's not adjustable in that regard. Instead, what you get is this perfectly set up car, because even with those adjustable shocks, it's only really correct in one setting. And so here, what they've done is they've taken that one setting and that's it, that's what you get. Now you would think with a performance sports car like this that it would be just way too uncomfortable, but I'm just amazed getting into this thing. I was expecting it to be just jarring and beaten up. And usually when I take a Ferrari on a mountain road, the mountain road turns out to be too bumpy and I hit what is called the bumpy road mode, which uh, softens up the uh, shocks. But on this one, you don't really need it because it's it's just so nicely done. There's the initial, there's a little softness on the initial impact on the jounce, and then after that, it uh, it's it firms up, but it firms up in a linear fashion. So the springs and the shocks and the steering and the shifter and everything is just beautifully uh, blended together. Now. Let's, if I give it a little bit of gas here, the uh, a gasoline engine will kick on, and then you can hear that. Let's see what it's going to do. around and the uh, rear gasoline engine combined with its little pancake there is uh, pushing it and they work beautifully together they're just blended perfectly on this you couldn't ask for anything better I think this is my new favorite sports car anywhere in the world If there's a young person in your life who's really into cars, give them the gift of R&T Crew, the ultimate subscription box by Road & Track for kids ages 6 to 10 every other month. A box is delivered to their door and is stuffed with cool accessories, fun activities, and a magazine chuck full of facts, stories, games, and more. Sign up now to receive the all-new Snack Attack box and enter code AUTOWEEK for 10% off an annual box subscription. Just head to rtcrew.com, that's R-T-C-R-E-W dot C-O-M, and use code AUTOWEEK. And Mark, it sounds like you have a good reason to be such a big fan 
of this beautiful Ferrari. But I have to say, just just for clarity's sake, do you happen to have how much this thing costs? Well, uh, the one that I had, well, first of all, you can get into one of these. I can put you into one of these this afternoon for about $500,000. That's the starting part. But mine was loaded up. I had the um, Assetto Fiorano, which is uh, the Fiorano package. That um, uh, involves uh, uh, really nice titanium springs in front, aluminum uh, housing for the uh, shocks. But uh, my particular car was loaded with carbon fiber trim options that were, you know, thousands of dollars each. Sort of helped lighten up the car, but I never was given a, a figure for how much it lightened up the car. We'll assume that it did actually does perform the function of lightening. And so on my SF90, there were $196,000 worth of options. That's just the options. I'm just, it boggles the brain. So my car was a little over $700,000. Well, that sounds like a bargain when you put it that way. Well, on a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile. And the Ferrari SF90 Stradale is no exception. So, Mark, I have to posit to you, what is the essence of this fabulous Ferrari? It doesn't, it doesn't stand out from the rest of the universe the way uh, the F40 did, um, or the Enzo, or even the LaFerrari, which were really the, just in their, their own separate orbits. It's more like an accessible car that anybody can drive. Uh, not everybody can afford. In fact, almost nobody can afford it. But it is really the pinnacle of what Ferrari is capable of doing in every department, in engineering and design and aerodynamics and everything. It is uh, the best that can be done right now. Uh, The best there was. Uh, I love it. No, Mark, thank you so much for driving this Ferrari. I know it's a rough job. Somebody's got to do it, though. I'm there for you, man. I appreciate it. But hey, if someone else could be there for me, why don't you over to Apple Podcasts and drop us a five-star review? Or hey, wherever you listen to this bad boy, drop a five-star review and let us know about it, and I will shout you out. And hey, while, while you're cruising the internet, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button, that way you get all the great out-of-week content we deliver daily sent straight to you. I say this at the end of every episode, and I mean it. Without your listenership, none of this would be possible. So thank you so much for listening.